<laughs> Here we go. Hello and welcome to Gem's Thoughts. My name is Gem, of course, and this is my podcast, all about my thoughts on topics I cover. My opinion or thoughts on the subject I am covering today is based on my own volition and what is legally acceptable. These are my thoughts and my perspective. I will be covering the law in this episode and I will link all the sources in the description below. So, you read the title and to be frank, I don't care if you're upset. I know this topic is very controversial and not everybody agrees with it. That being said though, this does not change the fact that in the UK, especially where I live, that being Scotland, sex work is legal. Yes, you heard it, it's legal. You can pay taxes on it, you can run a business and even employ an accountant to help your books. And I'm not talking about the spicy accountants on TikTok. I'm also going to state that I am 100% talking from a biased perspective as I have ones close to me that are sex workers. I am still going to be stating facts though. But this episode here is to defend sex workers. Do not make any mistakes about that. Now, before we get into my thoughts and all, let's go over some legal stuff. Of course, boring legal stuff. I will be talking about the UK, mostly Scotland and online. Regards to online selling of nudes, lewds and other explicit stuff, if you use an adult website, you will most likely, most of the time, be legally covered. You are covered because when entering an adult website, you have to state that you are 18. And even if you're lying, the website did its due diligence to ensure that they're trying to protect themselves and their content providers. So selling stuff online is legal. I think there is things that you can't do. It depends on the website and the policies behind it, but most of the time you're fine. Now on to the UK. And this is from mash.org.uk. In the UK, the exchange of sexual services for money is legal. Legal people, legal. But a number of activities including soliciting in public place, curb crawling, owning or managing a brothel, pimping and pandering are considered to be crimes under the Sexual Offences Act of 2003. In England, Wales and in Northern Ireland it is an offence to pay for sex with a sex worker who has been, in quotations, subjected to force. This is a strictly liability offence, which means that the client can be prosecuted even if they did not know the sex worker was being forced. It is also illegal to pay for sex with a person under the age of 18 despite the age of consent for non-commercial sex being 18. So non-commercial. So sex can be commercial and it is legal to be commercial in the UK. Now for my neck of the woods, this is from Wikipedia. In Scotland, prostitution itself, I'm just going to say sex work, meaning the exchange of sexual services for money is legal but associated activities such as public solicitation, operating a brothel or other forms of pimping are criminal offences. Scotland even has a recognised red light district in the city centre of Glasgow with police assistance and a lot of CCTV. I will attach the downloadable document below detailing all the ins and outs about the district in Glasgow. Now we have gone over the legal stuff, let's move on to my views. Sex work is real work and it is completely different from sex trafficking. I have to point out, unfortunately, there is sex trafficking. NSWP, Network of Sex Work Projects, has a paper about how sex work is not trafficked. Just so we can tell the difference between them both, sex workers are people who are over the age of 18 who are consenting and exchanging sexual favours or products for money. The people doing this have their own consent, can consent, have control over their own funds slash businesses. Sex trafficking is people who are victims 
of human trafficking and forced to have sex in fear of their lives or their family lives. These victims are never or mostly never getting any money, don't get to decide who they engage with and most of the time is subjected to abuse being physical, mental or emotional or all. These people do not consent and is held against their will. Sex work is a variety of content and not all of them involve physical contact. Here is a list of what roles are considered under the sex work umbrella. Webcam modelling and pornographic modelling with possible subscription services attached to it. OnlyFans will be involved in this episode and I am not happy with them to say the least. Moving on. Exotic dancing, pole dancing, phone sex, go-go dancing, erotic dancing, neo-burlesque, twerking, strip slash table dancing, erotic massage, grinding, lap dancing, pornographic film acting, peep show performing, escort services slash girlfriend experiences slash sugar babies, sexual surrogates, street prostitution and door prostitution. Sex work is a wide range of services, so what's the problem? People like to think that sex work is selling your body, don't know why because it's not. To put it simply, you're paying for someone's attention towards you. Everyone has a right to consent and withdraw consent. Sex work, even in 2021, is still seen as you're selling your worth. Your right to be safe and respected. Your right to be safe and respected does not go out the window because you're putting a price tag on your attention you give to others. Sex work is not inherently dangerous, but people's mindsets make it that way. There's a difference between legal and decriminalised. The Nordic slash Swedish model is a system that criminalises the client or the people providing spaces for sex workers to carry out their work and still treat the sex workers as victims. This is such a dangerous and horrid tactic that makes it more dangerous, more harmful and riskier for sex workers. People who are seeking these services should not be treated as criminals because you will most likely create criminals. people are scared about being criminally convicted and are seen as a threat sometimes turn into a threat. The Nordic model is a breeding ground for violence against sex workers because they are conflicts with the model being treated like a victim that could lead to them becoming victims. I will link some links below about the Nordic model just so that you know you can read up a bit more about it. Sex workers are constantly working When I mean they're constantly working, they are constantly working. They need to take care of their body, their health, their funds, also possible copyright slash legal rights. The stigma about sex workers is that they are disposable. This is far from the truth. Sex work can play to some degree a vital role in adult population. Many people seek these services for many reasons and to carry out their needs in a safe, secure and judgment-free environment mostly. Sex work is a business that is basically never-ending. Everybody's going to want to have sex and some people just either don't have the time, the experience or whatever the reason to go and do it whenever they want to. So they employ people like this. And most sex workers are entrepreneurs in other sectors as well. A lot of sex workers have different other varieties of business, not just sex work. Most sex workers are sole traders who, because of the stigma, have to do it on their own. When it comes to web building, accounting, photography, contracts and other business related aspects which most people would be quite expected to help with, that most people would get actual help with, but because of the stigma of sex work, not many places want to attach themselves to that. And I don't understand why. I don't know why there's such a big stigma because it's not fair. Sex work is real work because it's one, legal, and two, even if we do not think this way, we all use our bodies for work. I bet not a lot of people think of it this way. If you're stacking a shelf in a shop, how are you doing that? using your body. If you're teaching, you are using the knowledge you have from your brain, which is a part of your body. 
If you're sitting at a desk and typing all day, guess what? You're using your body. So if you want to say sex workers are selling their body, then guess what? You are too. You need to admit it to yourself. The problem people have is they're crossing moral with legal. And sometimes it should be that most of the time laws should match morals. Laws don't always, but in this instance, you're turning sex workers into a moral taboo when really, if they're not hurting anyone and it's consensual, then what's so wrong about it? If you don't want to be a sex worker, that is fine. But do not make it difficult for those who choose to be. Do not make it difficult for a grown adult to pay their bills because you don't think it's right. You don't want to work as a bin man, but you think that job's alright because they aren't doing any immoral things. I don't understand what's so immoral about adults consenting and exchanging services. I want to also talk about OnlyFans. Lovely place, ain't it? Lovely platform. So trustworthy. OnlyFans is a platform for subscription-based viewing of pictures and videos and other things like that. OnlyFans were built on the back of sex workers, raking in over $2 billion dollars. For future purposes, I'm just going to say pounds for my own sanity, so take this as an average, okay? Most of OnlyFans creators sell explicit content and OnlyFans takes 20% of each of their creators' earnings. I am not saying that all of OnlyFans is sex workers, I am simply stating in my own opinion, if it wasn't for sex workers, OnlyFans would not be as profitable as it is today. I'm recording this one week after OnlyFans did its Uno reverse on its decision to ban most of sex workers content due to creditors. And yes, I'm quotation for this, creditors, because that's the lame ass excuse they give. And unable to continue on without them. I think they are full of shit personally. OnlyFans released this statement before their reversal. Let's have a listen to it. Effective the 1st of October 2021, OnlyFans will prohibit the posting of any content containing sexually explicit conduct in order to ensure the long-term sustainability of the platform to continue to host its inclusive, inclusive I right, community of creators and fans, we must evolve our content guidelines. Creators will continue to be allowed to post content containing nudity as long as it is consistent with our acceptable use policy. These changes are to comply with the requests of our banking partners and our payout providers. We will be sharing more details in the days coming and we will actively support and guide our creators through the changes of the content guidelines. Interestingly enough, this decision was reversed because, well, the sex workers were not happy, to say the least. Mass account deletings and payouts, transferring to other subscription sites, only fans, in my opinion, thought sex workers would just quietly go into the night and simply... That did not happen. My advice is do not endorse OnlyFans. They will try this again. Once the dust settles, they will have, you know, they'll be like, oh great, now nobody's going to be looking, let's do this. They have only ever acknowledged sex workers once on Twitter. And the whole time they have been around, one time. They actually only acknowledge them and it's disgusting. Why are these companies making billions of sex workers and then getting to dump them? I believe when websites do this, it's an act of discrimination to sex workers. So one week their money and their content was fine, but because you got what you wanted, and made a name for yourself, you're all like, see ya. It's really not on, to be honest. So please, if you are an OnlyFan, please just get rid of your account. 
please, even if you're subscribing to people, if you are actually a creator yourself, please just get rid of your account. They do not deserve your time or money or energy. Sex workers need to be able to trust the platforms. OnlyFans, if you're hearing this, trust. Trust being a big word. They need to trust the platforms they are using and not be banished the minute they are no longer needed. Well, that was my thoughts and facts on this topic and I would love to hear from your thoughts. Why not comment below or even comment on my social media pages your thoughts on these kind of topics. I just want to leave you with a final thought. If someone is only deemed worthy or moral when it agrees with your beliefs and suddenly they become unworthy or immoral because even though what they're doing is not hurting anybody, that is your problem. You do not get to push your beliefs onto anyone. You certainly do not get to use them and abuse people because in your mind, well, they should have just thought twice about this line of work if they don't want to get hurt. No one deserves to be disrespected or hurt because you feel slightly or extremely uncomfortable with their choices on how to do business and this is not hurting anybody. If the business is not hurting anybody, then what is it to you? It's nobody else's business bar them and their clients. Again, as long as no laws are getting broken and as long as people are happy, safe and consensual, that's fine. Leave them alone. I hope you've enjoyed my episode and I will talk to you all later, okay? See yous. Have a good day. <laughs> Here we go.